Michelle Prince, founder and CEO of Performance Publishing Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Everybody, it's Michelle Prince, host of the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we shine the light on some incredible business owners, leaders, founders, and people that are doing incredible things. Not only are they taking action, building their authority, but they're creating movements and really making an impact in this world. The guest that I have today, I, I will read you his bio, but I, I am so excited to have him on the show because talk about a person making a difference while they're building their authority, but uh, his story is pretty, pretty remarkable. Before we get started, though, this episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing Group. Performance Publishing Group provides top quality, comprehensive book publishing services for soon-to-be authors. The publishing team has helped thousands of people realize their dream of becoming an author. Will you be next? Writing a book is one of the best ways to connect with your audience. As a partner publisher, Performance Publishing Group can offer you more than just expert guidance. They want to make sure you get the book of your dreams and reap the rewards. To learn more, go to performancepublishinggroup.com. Well, let me dive right in and tell you about my friend and author, Clint Hatton, who has successfully been coaching individuals and teams across the country and facilitating their self-growth for the last 20 years. He authored the book, Big, Bold, Brave, which was birthed out of suffering his greatest personal loss. He had a choice to allow the pain of losing his oldest son in a tragedy to cripple his life or be inspired to live life like he did, big, bold, and brave passionate to help people become courageous humans. He can help you and your organization succeed no matter what challenges you have come your way. He's a happy husband to his beautiful bride, Amaryllis, and dad to three amazing boys, Gabriel, Joel, and Liam. His greatest joy is his family. Clint is passionate about helping inspiring others to continue growing personally, relationally, and professionally, no matter what life throws at you. He has learned over the years to recognize the ebbs and flows of life and be self-aware when reprioritizing is necessary in order to maintain a healthy and productive momentum. If you are stuck in the pain of loss or disappointment and you're ready to fly again, or you have targeted areas that need personal development, then Clint is here to help. And Clint is an incredible man and author, and I'm so excited to have you. So welcome, Clint. Hey, Michelle. Gosh, I am so excited to be with you today. We we started talking about this months ago. So be like, finally, it's here. Let's do this. I know. Well, actually, it has only been months. And that's something I'm so impressed with you because many people talk about writing a book. Many people talk about sharing their story, but you did it and you did it so quickly. And I know that you did partly because of the passion behind it. So walk us yeah. through a little bit. We're going to learn definitely more about your book, but give us a little bit of the backstory uh, because you've been doing personal development, professional development for the last 20 years. So give us a little bit of your backstory, Clint. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, that's right. You know, I've, I've been, uh, you know, in that industry largely through staff pastor positions and and just had so many amazing opportunities to work with people and help people. And so it, it's something that's been a passion of mine for a couple of decades. Uh, it's taken a twist as, as we're going to get a little bit more into here shortly, but um, you know, it's just something I've loved to do. I, I believe that everybody is a courageous human. I believe everybody like you has a, an important story to share. 
I believe everybody has been created to do something great. And a lot of times, or not a lot of times, but I think every one of us need people that can help unearth that and can help bring the best out in us and, and help us, you know, change mindsets maybe that need to be tweaked a little bit or just see things through a different lens that allow us to be more creative. And so uh, it's a huge passion of mine. I love what I do. And uh, and I would say now I'm probably even more focused than I've ever been as far as just my my desire to really reach and help a lot of people. Yep. I, you know, w- when you said courageous humans, I love that because I can't think of a person listening to this or a person on the planet that doesn't want to raise their hand and say, I want to be a courageous human, right? Because we're all sometimes stuck in either in a rut or in fear or tragedy or setbacks. And, but we all have this opportunity to be courageous if we just give it a shot. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, with, with part of my story is, is that I feel like I'm probably like most people. I don't think I'm all that unusual. I've been courageous in different pockets of my life, but there were other pockets of my life that, that I wasn't living so courageously. And so, you know, if, if I could delve into the, our story a little bit with our son, that was really a huge catalyst for me and why we're even having this conversation today, um, you already covered that, you know, he did die in a tragedy. He became a pilot at only a licensed pilot at only 17 years old. He actually soloed at 16 before he could drive a car, wow. uh, which is a crazy thing. Right. But he got his license at 17. He was, he was doing really well, uh, you know, really well trained. And then a few months shy of his 18th birthday, uh, we lost him to what is called in the industry spatial disorientation. It's the number one cause of most pilots that end up uh, losing their lives. And same thing with the Kobe Bryant uh, pilot. So a lot of the listeners are going to be at least familiar with that story. So he thought he was flying in one direction and really he was flying in another because he had an unexpected storm to come through. And so he lost his life. And so, you know, I'm sure there's some listeners that have had a devastating loss like that. And then there's others that are going to think, wow, I can't relate to that. And, you know, you can't until you're in it. But I would just say this. We knew we had two choices, Michelle, when he passed away. And, and everybody has the same two choices. And this is part what I write in the book is on the couch the morning after he passed. And I was, you know, confronted with the daunting task of telling my then um, nine and 14 year old sons, what happened? I just, I just turned to them and I said, listen, we have two choices. We can either choose to live the rest of our lives mourning his death, how he died, um, what, you know, all the things that we're not going to get to experience now because he's not with us anymore. We can do that. And we're going to live really small lives, miserable lives, or we can choose life. And for us, what that simply meant was, is that Gabriel was the epitome of big, bold, brave. You know, you already know about, you know, chasing his uh, dream of becoming a pilot at such a young age. Very difficult to do. Took a lot of courage, a lot of courageous decisions stacked upon courageous decisions to even get to that point. Right. And then for, you know, for us, we we all knew we all had our own God-given destiny. Uh, for me, I wanted to launch out as a personal development coach and you know outside of the church for many many years never had the courage to do it uh, i had wanted to write a book for probably 15 20 years <laughs> didn't have the courage to do it so when we talk about courageous uh, people and courageous decisions i just want your listeners to know listen you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to be courageous in every area 
But if you're if you're bold enough and willing enough to address areas where you're not courageous, there's great hope and you can change your life. Yeah. You know, I got emotional even when you were telling this story because, um, you know, it hits close to home. You and I do live near each other. And yeah. I knew long before I met you, I knew of the story and I knew what happened. And I remember, but I was friends with your wife. Uh, more through social media than anything through some mutual friends. And I recall seeing how you all responded and you did, you responded, you did not react. You, it, it was as, couldn't have been more clear how you, you made a choice because there, there's no person on the planet that could not weather that storm in a, in a really hard way, but you all chose. And I just want you to know that I saw that the courage, I saw the, um, passion to live, you know, focus more on his life than, than how he died. And, you know, him being so big and bold and brave. And then to see that that has now been passed on to you because now you are being big and bold and brave and finally going after your dreams. So I just, uh, I, it's so inspiring. And, and, and I'm so happy that you decided to put this in a book because there are people out there, they don't, maybe they didn't lose their son, but they've lost something. They could have yeah. lost, a, you know, a family member, a person. They could have lost their job. They could have lost their marriage or their, their you know, dignity. Losing may be different, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to tell you that, and I don't know that I've ever shared that specifically with you, but from an outsider looking in, you did exactly what you're telling others to do. And that's what makes this so powerful. Well, thank you for that. It does, it means a lot. It means a lot coming from you. And you know, I think one of the things that I want to say to those who are listening, because there there are people out there who obviously a lot of people like us who have had a really, really difficult loss like that. But loss is relative, Michelle, as you so well said, you know, there's there's a lot of forms of loss. You know, uh, the pandemic hit three months after he passed away. So when you look at the last two years of just the tremendous amount of loss that people have suffered around the entire globe, whether it was losing a loved one to COVID or, you know, many of the other things that happen economically and, and those things, there's a lot of loss. And, you know, I, the book, I wrote it for the simple reason that we are not superhuman. We are ordinary people. You know, I, I think I said this way in the book that, that we don't consider anything that we've done to be like, we're superheroes or anything, but there were some core beliefs. There were some core mindsets including this life perspective that I briefly described. Uh, and there are just some values that we have chosen to live by that have made a massive difference in us being able to walk this out in, in a healthy way. And that's not, to, um, that's not to discount. It's been very painful. You know, writing this book was very painful. I've had to relive a lot of scenarios over and over. As you know, you know, any yeah. author out there, yeah. we've probably read our own book a hundred times before. Oh, <laughs> before yes. <laughs> And, you know, to some degree, every time I read it, there's certain elements to it that that spark emotions, you know, um, but it's OK because the pain is great because there was such great love shared. And so I don't even ask for the pain to go away. Um, so I allow myself to feel it just like anyone else. And then I live out my values and, and it carries us forward. That's such great advice and wisdom. And, and, and again, I see it being played out and it's, it's just so inspiring. And, you know, we're talking about the book, Big Bold Brave, um, and you can learn more about it at bigboldbrave.us. Um, 
but this is well, I mean, I mean we're, you're, you have this book, but it's not about a book, right? It's about this mission and talk more about that big, bold, brave mission and, and what you envision where this is going to go. Yeah, absolutely. If, if I could, I'm going to backtrack just a tiny bit uh, the first year or so of after Gabriel um, passed away. I call that the shock and awe phase of grieving. Um, and by the way, quickly, this book is not a grieving book although it will certainly help someone who is in a grieving process. So I, I want to say that, but um, I think what's, what's important about the mission is where it started. One of the things that happens when you are someone who this is now part of your history is you meet people, conversations come up. Of course, you know, it's, it's something that has happened to you. And, and a lot of times you kind of get this look. And I remember the first few times I got this look, it's empathy, you know, it's a look of empathy, but people, most people don't know how to relate to it. And so you just see everything change. And I remember thinking, Michelle, the first couple of times that happened, gosh, I don't want this to be my identity. I, you know, I don't want this to be my identity. I want every time someone looks at me, every time someone hears part of that part of the story that, oh, that's the poor guy. That's the poor family that lost their son. And, and so it took me a good year and a half to come to the conclusion of when, and this is where the mission was birthed. So I'll answer your question, where I realized, you know what, this, this is not my identity. You know, losing Gabriel prematurely is not my identity, but it is a part of our story. And it's a really important part of our story. And, you know, I, I truly feel like Everything was kind of backwards from what you dream as a parent. You know, you want to you want to leave the legacy, not carry one. But I feel like that's part of my um, burden of love mm. is to carry his legacy forward as well. And so the, the overriding mission, how that aligns with that, is I just recognize that there's a lot of people out there that have suffered, as we've already talked about, and not everyone knows how to get out of that. And so the book will definitely help with that. And then. Beyond that, I have a, a podcast that I'll just mention really briefly. It's going to be called Stories of Big, Bold, Brave Humans. And what that's going to be is it's just going to be conversations with people just like me who are totally ordinary, but they've chosen to make courageous decisions. And not only have they done something really positive with their life, but they have loved people well and they have served people well. And, and I want to share their story because their stories matter. And their stories are going to inspire people. You know, I have my website, it says Courageous Humans Inspiring Lives. And that's, that's what I want to do with the podcast. And ultimately, I'll have a coaching program ready next year as well, uh, that I'll be able to walk people through it and even certify some coaches to be able to walk people through it as well. But ultimately, you know, life is about collaboration, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of us do anything great, like truly significant on our own, on our own. And so, you know, the mission is really not just sharing my book and my story, but, but collectively gathering with other people and their stories and furthering what they do. You know, uh, I, I'd love to promote you right this second, even though you don't like me doing that on this thing. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you invited me to book bound. I spent two days at your workshop. And we again, we wouldn't be having this conversation had I not gone to it in our collaboration, even through the workshop, um, changed my life and, and made it in my mind, possible for me to fulfill my desire to write this book. So, you know, collaborating, uh, collaborating with just beautiful, loving people is, is the mission of Big Bull Brain. 
I love that. And and what you were talking about with the podcast and and interviewing people, other courageous humans, I think there is so much power behind that. We get inspired by through stories and everybody has been through something. But when somebody can hear that story and say, wow, they've been through that. And if he can get through this, I can get through this. If she can do that, I can do that. And that's that's the power of our stories. And and you do know, since you've been to Bookbound and you've, you've heard me talk a few times that it's not about a book. It's never about a book. It's about your story. I, you know, this is even hard to say knowing your back, your story, but, you know, I believe our stories are a gift. And even though a lot of the things that, that come into our stories are painful and not what we want to have happen. But at the end of the day, you know, for whatever reason, we won't know the side of heaven. Um, yeah. That is the story that you've been given. And what I love about you and your and your whole family is you're not letting that story define you, but instead you're letting you're shining through it and you're, you know, helping other people along the way. And and that's what this is all about. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I've heard you say that before. And I know that's probably 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 a little bit scary to say that to me, you know, I, for anyone that suffered, but you know, the truth is is the, the, obviously the gift was not losing my son, no. but the gift was the opportunity now of, I have two choices. And so the gift is you embrace the gift, you take it on and you decide, you know, what that means as far as how you're going to live it out. But if it has the lens of love and helping other people, then it will have a beautiful result. And the gift that you're giving now is because many people can't think fathom operating from that place, right? That, that, that there is a choice. Um, we, 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 we won't go into detail, but we had a death in our family years ago. And, and, and I know exactly where you're at with that, that choice you have to make, but most don't want to make that choice or don't know how. So I love that that's what you're, you're sharing with them in the book, in the podcast, in the coaching and everything that you're going to be doing. So I'm excited yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for that. And I, if I could give a quick word of encouragement too, because there's, you know, going to be somebody I'm sure listening to this at some point that's feeling that way right now. And again, you don't have to be courageous 100% of the time. You can still feel, you know, just last night we had one of those Facebook memories pop up on Emerald's Facebook. And he was also an amazing photographer. And it was a picture of him at about 10, 11 years old taking pictures of, of me and Joel and Liam cutting down a Christmas tree and he's crouched down and he's got his serious face. Even at that age, he was like this intense photographer, you know, and we wept a little bit. We wept for a little while. His 21st birthday is tomorrow. You know, there's still pain. There's still emotion and that's okay. But just don't allow that pain and that emotion to define you and, and, and hinder the rest of your life. Mm, so well said. So well said. Well, you are just such a, a gift. And, and so um, I'm, I couldn't be more excited for you. I truly couldn't. And so I just want to give another big shout out. Go to bigboldbrave.us, US, but it definitely the dot us has a lot of meaning behind that. And, and check out everything that Clint's doing. There is so much um, goodness coming out of this book and all the programs that he's launching. So, so definitely check it out. And we want to know more about your, when the podcast launches, uh, you need to come back on the show here and talk more about it because I want to definitely be promoting that for you as well. Absolutely. I love that. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's do, do this for me. Let's leave everyone with one last thought, um, as it relates to big, bold, brave, 
Um, it could be something related to the journey you've been on, even with your own, you know, with the book, with the business of everything that you're launching, but something that, because people, the power of authority spotlight is really all about people that they want to, they want to shine their light. They want to be all that they can be. And sometimes it's really hard to kind of get, see the forest through the tree. So what would you tell someone listening? Who's not really sure they should, what they should do or how to do it? Yeah. Well, um, the first thing I would say is you don't have to be sure of what you're doing. <laughs> there, there, there is definitely, you know, Nike says, just do it. There is a measure of just do it to anything like, you know, what, what we're talking about today. Um, so just do it. But I, I do feel compelled just in this moment. One of the chapters is called giving your pain a purpose. And, and again, I want to be very sensitive to someone who maybe is listening out there that's trying to just fight through this, this, you know, loss or setback that they've had. And, and, uh, and in, in the chapter, I, I give you several different ways in which you can find a way to give your pain a purpose because you can get stuck. So there's just several different suggestions and ideas and ways that different people have given their pain a purpose. Uh, but, but do that, do that. Don't just feel your pain. Tell it where to go. Mm. Tell it where to go. That give it, give, it, give it a new energy, you know, give it a new focal point to where instead of your pain trapping you in the past, it's a catalyst to a new future. You can do it. You can do it. So I just want to encourage someone out there, just take one step, make one courageous decision that you're just going to do it, whatever doing it is. And, and I promise you, the next step is going to be even easier. I love that. Thank you, Clint. Thank you so, so much. And thank you for being on the show. This has been awesome. Oh, it's been a blast. I enjoyed it. I wish we could talk for an hour. I know, me too. But we have to wrap it up. But this is it for the Power of Authority Spotlight. I just want to encourage you. I mean, Clint's last words were so, so true. Just do it. You know, make pain, make that, bring purpose to the pain and let that be your catalyst. And I definitely want to encourage you again, go to bigboldbrave.us. Check out Clint, get his book and and support him on his mission to help others become more courageous humans. We'll see you next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.